In this episode, we have a special guest, Justin Vazakis, an official astrologer, and he's going to give us his take on the Mercury retrograde in 2020. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here with not only my lovely wife, Patty. Hello. But also my astrologer friend, Justin Vazakis. Hello. And we're going to talk about uh, Mercury retrograde. That's a very interesting topic. Not interesting. It's a, it's a topic that a lot of people that listen to this podcast, I think, become aware of when it when Mercury goes into retrograde. And I've heard mm-hmm. so many different... Uh, so I've heard, not many different, I've heard a lot of people sort of talk about it in a certain way. And I just happen to see it a little bit differently and view it in, a, I would say, much more of a positive light. Mm-hmm. Um, so this episode essentially is going to consist of Patty and I discussing our intuitive interpretation of Mercury Retrograde, how we roll with it, how we benefit from it. But mm-hmm. also we're going to we're going to bounce it off of Justin, see what he has to say. Beautiful. And also specifically about this, apparently we were discussing last night, or yesterday on the hike, remember, and I asked you, is every retrograde sort of different depending on what where the other planets and whatnot are doing? And, and you said, yes, Oh, right. yes, big time. Yeah, so you're going to share with us uh, your, your, your reading on this current one. Absolutely. Cool. Awesome? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, I'm excited. Okay, so briefly, just tell us about this one, Justin. Then we'll get into my stuff later. I think people are more interested here at this point. Okay. What do you got to say? What's going on right now? What can we expect? Yeah, absolutely. And um, this is a perfect day because literally it uh, just stationed um, retrograde uh, last night. So, oh, wow. Perfect. Um, yeah. So whenever a planet stations, that's when the energy is the most potent. Really? Okay, so it, it really hits the hardest at the very beginning and the very end. But what's really intense about this one is not necessarily the uh, Mercury itself; it's the other aspects with the other planets around it for the next few week, for the next few weeks. Okay. So um, next week we have a massive um, a massive conjunction between Mars and the South Node. And that is, I I believe we spoke about it briefly last time. The last time that that happened was. September 11th of 2001. Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. yes, I remember you. So that. that is coming up now. Mars is the planet of passion, right? It's our divine masculine. It's 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 that planet that we want to go out there and get some, right? It wants to move out into the future. It wants to make things happen. It's our it's 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 our desire to penetrate life. Okay. Okay. So when it when it conjuncts the south node, the south node represents the past or even past lives, mm. or um, it represents needing to let go. Now, the one thing about Mars is it wants to hold on. It wants to control, mm-hmm. right? It rules Aries. It's very impulsive, right? So that's going to bring up in a major way, collectively and individually, our craving, our desire to control things that we are meant to let go of. So they, mm-hmm. therefore, like um, I was actually talking about my energy report yesterday, uh, the analogy about hiking yesterday, uh-huh. right? When we were we're hiking up there, and you know, you look down, and you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I'm, I'm so like, I'm like so this is so dangerous here, and I'm so high, and I don't know what I'm gonna do." But you have to trust. Mm-hmm. And Mars is like, "I need to wrap myself around this rock and not move anywhere because there's too much danger." Right? Uh-huh. We I have see. to embrace that unknown. Yeah. So it's gonna be this major tug of war between our desire to control what needs to be let go of and the south node is just gonna rip us apart from that. It's, it's, we're not gonna be able to overpower it. The more we fight it, the more we're gonna suffer, basically, okay? Yeah. okay? 
Um, and then, of course, we have the, the uh, Pisces new moon. And um, there's going to be a couple aspects between Mercury and Uranus that is very powerful because Uranus is that is that energy of, um, you know, where the hell did that just come from? It's <laughs> epiphanies. It's 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 like it's it's also the energy of earthquakes. Mm. OK, I'm not saying there's going to be an earthquake, but with Uranus and Taurus, Taurus represents the physical Earth. It's okay. it's, it's it's fixed Earth. OK, so this so. I don't know if you guys feel this, but there's there's a sort of underlying like earthquakey kind of feeling in the energy, like that's kind of consistent right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And, and 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 that and that is also representing um, our um, change in relationship to time. If you notice, time feels like it's faster now, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So that's that uh, Uranus energy, and that's where um, that feeling is going to get stronger. And then with the Mercury retrograde now, when Mercury is in Pisces, um, that's a special position because Mercury is is debilitated in Pisces because you know Mercury is is not considered good, uh, good or bad because you know it can travel to the underworld and to the overworld, mm -hmm. right? So it's just the planet of communication. It's how we it's it's we we gather this information here that's uh, that's that's uh, ubiquitous, if you will. And we bring it over here, and then and then it, it attaches to whatever it is that's that's there, and then we subjectively interpret it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Pisces is this sea of emotional information. It's mutable. Okay. So mu mutable water energy is like we're in the we're in the ocean, and the ocean is so vast we can get lost in it. So you know, I guess you could say Mercury would be like us swimming in the ocean. And there's just so much everywhere, it's impossible to process it all. Mm. So that's the problem. It's, um, that's why Mercury is debilitated in Pisces, because there's just so much information that is emotional. So we have all this stuff swimming through our being that we almost don't know how to process. And when we want to control with that Mars conjunct the South Node, that's when it gets really uncomfortable. Mm. Because especially, and that also, you, you know, usually with Mercury retrograde, things come back from the past. Especially, it'll come back from the past if we haven't fully learned the lesson emotionally from it. Okay. okay? Mm -hmm. So people, like, ex, you know, a big thing, exes come back from the past, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, if an ex come back, comes back from the past, it's trying to teach us the lesson. And the key is, is to be able to respond to the triggers in a new, different way from everything that we've learned through the work we, that we've done. Nice. Okay, so if you've been doing the work, then you're going to process it differently. Learn the lesson. Yes, it may be difficult, right? It may, you know, I, I, I've even have had a situation like I was telling you guys that a situation has come back into my life, mm -hmm. and it's triggered me in very unexpected ways. All right, yeah. and and with our new relationship to all this, all this time and space and energy, it's hitting us from this new angle. But the but the reason is is because it's meant to crack that shell open again mm -hmm. as we're going to have many throughout yeah. the year right right um but uh yeah so pisces new moon um we're going to have mars uh trine over to uranus as well okay which is good a trine is um is a good aspect right but with with mars conjunct the south node trining over to uranus and the earth sign um it's like there's all this potential and it's exciting, but it's going through that threshold again, similar to having a breakthrough during ceremony, mm -hmm. right? Going into it, you're like, ah, oh, ah, shit. ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <sighs>
Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. right. So if you can feel that, you know, feeling, and it, you know, you just have the trust and faith that you that that, that you know that that other side is going to come. Yes. And you're going to be good to go. Now, another aspect that's happening right now as well that's that's really beneficial is uh, Jupiter um, sextile to Neptune. So when when Jupiter was in um, was in Sagittarius last year, it was squaring to Neptune, and that was a very very tumultuous energy that that was a lot of those like endings and like not really understanding where life was going now that jupiter is coming to sextile um over to uh over to neptune you know when two plants are sextile it's like you know they're having sex you know they're happy they're 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 in the zone right right so so they're communicating efficiently so um jupiter is a planet of expansion and neptune is that sea of emotion right so this is like at the same time as this control and constriction is going on, we're also we're also taking a magnifying glass to the, these emotional feelings, and and it's it's opening up at the same time that it's contracting. So so that's that sort of push pull. What the hell is going on? I don't know how to process all this, and that's all those reasons are why surrender is just the phrase for this entire. Mercury retrograde. Now, Mercury is also going to dip back, dip back into Aquarius, so that's going to bring in a more cerebral aspect. So after we go through all this, all this emotional aspect of ripping open and exposing new densities and in, in, in new levels and areas of our consciousness emotionally, mm-hmm. then it's going to go in and integrate it into the conscious mind. Because mm. okay. you know, and and Aquarius is this humanitarian, you know, evolved, um, you know, type of thinking where we want to figure out a better way to help humanity. Mm. All right. So more and more people are waking up, and 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 this is also another massive like cracking of the shell to open people up. You know, to begin their dark night of the soul kind of energy. So mm. you know, people that have have just started experiencing this, you know, waking up process. I'd say in the last, you know, six to nine months, um, this is going to be. A couple weeks where it's going to be another massive shift digging down into that into that rabbit hole so you know that's where that's where especially if people haven't been through the dark night of the soul yet you know just and even just the word is kind of scary like that phrase mm-hmm. like dark i don't want to go to the dark night that's yeah. not fun but you know it's a part of the process yeah you know and and you you've you've made some incredible content on being able to understand that so i would i would definitely highly recommend if anybody you know if anybody resonates with that you know phrase right now to go watch to go watch those videos because it's going to help them tremendously awesome thank you there's a lot there man yeah Yeah. boom yeah (laughs) i feel like a lot of it is uh emotional a lot of us just getting into a greater place of inner peace essentially and for that to happen like life has to sometimes bring you know bring to the surface these unresolved emotions and it's not like we're we've been purposely ignoring resolving this emotion just just the way our consciousness works we just we just growing going through life we just suppressed a lot without really knowing that it would come back at some point yeah but now is an opera i see it as an opportunity to really like let all this go and like 100%. the result of the dark night, the result of going through an emotional purge or, or shedding light on, on 
unexamined aspects of your consciousness. It's just, it's more being more in tune with your true self. It's just going through life more aligned with like your best self. It, but it's like going into ceremony maybe. Yeah, in yeah, in yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it's an initiation process. Mm -hmm. But once yeah. you get to the other side, you're like, wow, like that sucked, but there, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Right, right, right? yeah. Because yeah. we don't want to carry that anymore. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And it's funny how we don't even realize we're carrying it until we dig into it. Yeah. And then move right. through it, you oh, know? Yeah. yeah. One of the things I feel that I, I don't know if it was... I was talking with you yesterday. We all went on a hike, by the way, everybody. <laughs> I keep referencing that. I was talking to somebody about like, about like how a lot of us carry stuff that's not even ours. Like, oh, yeah. like, uh, like maybe your parents had a certain state of being, or you mm -hmm. know, they like uh, they experienced something intense emotionally, and we were just sitting there as a little kid, and we picked it up and yeah. we've taken it on as our own. Or we've even been carrying like, it through life. Yeah. Or even like um, if you have a parent that's going through something you and you see them and as a child you don't want your parent to be sad or upset no then you can you will energetically take that on for them not even knowing that that's something that you've done and then you mm -hmm. carry that with you you know and then when you start doing this work you're like why am i feeling like i'm grieving over something that didn't matter to me at all because I was so young, but it's because you took it on from your parent who was grieving or whatever situation it might be. Yeah. Have you ever experienced that, Justin? Oh yeah. Without <laughs> oh, yeah. a doubt. Okay. Oh, it, on so many levels. And you know what? Also I've, I've noticed, um, in, in the last like two months, uh, a lot of astrology readings that, that I've been doing a majority, I'd say like at least 80% of the people I work with, um, were born around 1983 when the last Saturn Pluto conjunction happened. Oh wow. Mm. So, you know, January 12th, we had this latest Saturn Pluto conjunction since that previous one in 1983. Mm. So, so this is exposing that um, next depth especially for them because before it was in uh, the Saturn Pluto conjunction was in Libra. And Libra is all about relationships. So there was a massive paradigm shift when it came to relationships. And, and, and now we're seeing a whole, a whole generation of people that have sort of been brought here to carry this karmic debt mm -hmm. in regards to relationships. Mm -hmm. And now it's been brought up and, they, and, and they've started purging this entire identity process in regards to relationships. Mm. So... And, and, and interestingly enough, now um, that this, this uh, Saturn-Pluto conjunction is, is, is square to that one. So it's, it's called a first quarter square. Now, this, um, for this, this is the, you know, we'll only see one of these in our lifetime. All right. But when it's square, it's tumultuous. All right. Mm -hmm. It breaks it apart. So we're breaking apart these, these, uh, these paradigm, um, you know, mechanisms of what we believe relationships are meant to be. For example, like, you know, uh, back in the day, you know, parents would stay together for the sake of the kids. Mm -hmm. If they're not happy, they're staying in a job they don't like. And now, you know, the, the divorce rate has skyrocketed over the last 20 years, mm -hmm. right? Because now people are realizing, wait a minute. No, I want to be happy. I want to be in love with someone and, and have a great life and, and live my passion and purpose. But people didn't do that back then. Right. right. They believe that, no, you don't, you don't get married to be happy. You get married to, you know, be committed and, and, and sacrifice yourself for other people. And, and that is just, that's not the fifth dimensional way. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. 
So um, there's a lot of evolving going on. And I've, and I've also noticed, too, a lot of people um, uh, right now are facing a yod aspect in their charts. What is that? Their, so yod is also known as the finger of God. Okay, it's a that is basically a soul level karmic debt that we carry down from our ancestors, from either from past lives or from you know our grandparents and our uh -huh. parents and our great grandparents that are systems of beliefs uh -huh. that we need to purge. So and usually it's like the the um, the one that feels like they don't belong in their family, mm -hmm. you know, like. Uh, the redhead stepchild, if you will. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, and you know, I know, I know, I was that redhead stepchild. Me too. Yeah. I was right? too. So it still am. Right. So, so, so we are the ones that that are discovering ourselves and separating ourselves from those belief systems and creating new belief systems that are empowering. Mm, um, nice. So I, I, I believe, like you know, the indigos, star seeds, you know, rainbow children, whatever the other words you use to to describe us. Um, we are the ones that sort of were um, felt rejected, I guess, if you will, by our families, but it was for a reason. It wasn't like we consciously chose to feel rejected. It was our soul's decision to come into this incarnation. And when you and when you're facing a yod aspect, it's two quincunxes in a sextile. So the quincunxes come to a point, and whatever planet that point is pointing to, that's where the soul lesson is. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, if anybody knows, you know, some basic astrology, you can go into a, a, a chart and see that. Um, and uh, and right now, I've just, I've noticed like a lot of people seeking are going through that deep purge. And generally speaking, that is around the time that you're going through your dark night of the soul, because that is that you have to go all the way to your core of your being. Yeah, and it's incredibly vulnerable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that vulnerability is, I, I, I personally think vulnerability is the most difficult emotion to face, mm. right? Yeah. So you feel your weakest, you feel alone, you feel scared, you feel helpless. But it's those feelings when you dig into them that create your strength. That's that Plutonian energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? That death and rebirth. Like you have, the ego death, you have to die inside a little bit in order to be reborn anew into your true power and free mm -hmm. yeah yeah so that that's what this that's what um these aspects coming up are offering our soul okay wow. and in living at this new speed it's happening so fast that i mean i've even been talking to other you know mediums and astrologers and like you know you guys it, it's it's happening so fast that it's almost like e even all the work that we've been doing it's almost it's 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 still challenging you know to us to keep up yes but at the same time it's like bring it on yeah. yeah yeah because we're getting like we're improving our consciousness in a sense faster yeah. so yeah. even though it's challenging us because we can handle it and there are great benefits to to going quickly into this direction of if, if, you know yeah. inner self-discovery and whatnot right yeah yeah well, I, well what you said is definitely relevant to me would you you know oh my God. it's spot on like it's spot on for me too yeah like so like, many of the things coming up for me have uh initially seemed like dire like oh my god this is gonna happen oh wow but i'm realizing it's 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 exactly like the relationship it's almost like uh the way my family my parents and their parents sort of uh related with children and, and their lovers yeah. it's like become stuck to me and now it's like i feel like that's coming up for me 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I even made sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, no. it made sense to me because I know what you're like going through. Yeah, but through. it's been very challenging, very like difficult right. emotions that feel real, that feel like they have implications in my life, but really they're just like these illusory belief systems I've unconsciously subscribed to. Right. And it's like, do you want to feel this? Do you want to relate to people and places in your career with this controlling energy essentially and okay it's like, so it's been so, uh, so this mercury retrograde is going to bring some spiritual lube there for you to, oh, to yeah to, to like let it go to, in a sense, to, right? to reduce that friction yeah. yeah to allow it to separate from itself beautiful yeah, yeah. so that's that's good that's, i like that okay yeah, yeah. spiritual lube baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how about you how does this relate to you Liv? well i mean i'm i'm experiencing a lot of different uh sort of emotions these days but yesterday since we've been talking about the hike i'll just go over specifically um Mm. so i don't know how if i've ever mentioned this before but i'm not a fan of heights i do not enjoy (laughs) justin and i know that very well (laughs) i do not enjoy hiking up in uh treacherous Materials, (laughs) materials, <laughs> I guess. I don't terrain. know. Terrain, thank you. <laughs> In treacherous terrain where you have to like rock climb to get up. That's not my thing. And yesterday we went on a hike and we went up a different way and we decided we found this little cool cave thing and we decided to um they before I arrived at the cave <laughs> decided to go in it and it was like on the edge of this mountain. So you had to sort of rock climb to get into it a little bit. Not like a big deal. It was like maybe like a foot, if that, maybe. About that, yeah. yeah. Um, so it wasn't like a huge deal. But for me, it was like a living hell <laughs> trying to like get yeah. up there. And everyone's like, I'll help you. Justin's like, you can step on my shoulder. And like, you know, and I'm like, no, I'm doing this myself, you know. And I did it. I did not enjoy doing it, but I did it. But for me, after hearing about what that is, um, what the retrograde is sort of representing and all this stuff, that's like, um, it's like a control thing. I did not accept help. I was like, no, I can do this on my own, which is one, it's empowering to be able to overcome a fear on your own. Yes. But I, one of the things that's very challenging for me is accepting help from others when I need it and it's because of the control like my control freakness and this has been getting shed like light shed on it for the last like few months like every time I do a ceremony with medicine it's like chaotic thoughts you're a control freak all this stuff is coming in so it's been I've been better but clearly I'm not done yet so that, I mean, that's just one aspect of what I've kind of been experiencing. So I guess yeah. that's... Uh, well, you know, yeah. I think we're still very proud of you for well, thank you. still <laughs> yeah. going thank through you. the process, thank even you. though you didn't want to. And that's, and that's the point, right? <laughs> yeah, like, right. Like, I kept saying, like, I am so pissed off right now. <laughs> I am so pissed off right now. Who is in the front of the line right now? <laughs> But but I think the key is like you did it and we're fine. That's like what I what I sort of okay. feel with yes. this energy is almost like uh, during an ayahuasca ceremony when something really challenging is coming up and at first you're like I don't want to see this I don't want to feel this I don't want to go into this and it's like oh, oh my yeah. god this feels so it's stretching me so much but then you just you 
the way the medicine works, you kind of almost have no choice but to let go. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then you, it's almost like a pow. Right. Yeah. And yeah. there's a dissipation of like, ah, oh, like, like kind of what you were doing earlier where it's like, I was so afraid of this. I was so afraid of climbing right. in the rock, but I got in the rock, I got in the cave and we chilled out, we hung out, you served everyone raw pay, you had a great time, you got down, here you are the next day. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, and, a lot and, of this stuff coming up, it seemed very illusory. Like right. it's really just Absolutely. like, it's like not as scary and big and monstrous as we think it is. And it's more like we let go and then, and we can see it for the truth of what it is. Just, yeah. a, just a fear you picked up. It's, right. doesn't really <clears throat> it's, necessarily it's, align with logic or you. Right. It's also mm-hmm. really interesting because I actually felt like that debilitating fear where you like freeze and I've not, mm. I don't know if I've actually experienced that in a conscious like way, being able mm. to see it and look at it and go, wow, okay, you feel a lot of fear right now, but you know that you're not going to sit down here by yourself. So you know, you're just going to do it. So I kind of let it come in mm-hmm. and then I just forced myself to like move because I did, I like froze for a second and right. I was like, nope, you got to do it. And so it, it, um, allowed for me to have the opportunity to overcome that debilitating sort of feeling of fear. Yeah. It's right. like, wow, it's really, po- it's powerful, man. I, Very I empowering can, when you do it. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it, it's a powerful feeling to feel that fear, but it's also mm-hmm. incredibly, it's even more empowering and powerful once you can say, Hey, that's just a feeling that I'm feeling and I'm capable right. and I'm able so I can, you know. Yeah, right. And that's a great that's a great um, way to really visualize um, everything that's going on with that that feeling of fear. It's the fear of the unknown, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that fear of the unknown can can literally spark an an ego death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember my first brush with death, um, with feeling that paralyzing fear, yeah. um, was when I was in Iraq. Right. Mm. Um, I was a brand new team leader. Um, as an EOD tech, right? So I, so being a team leader, I, I, I had to physically like wear the bomb suit, go out there and actually, you know, defuse bombs. Wow. Jeez. So, and I had never, I just, I just graduated school six months prior oh my God. and they shipped us over and I had all brand new people on my team. So I had to figure all this out. And I remember we went, we ran this first mission and, uh, this other team had been in there and they told us that they thought they found some like bomb making material right and uh so like okay i go in this house it's ransacked these guys just completely tore this place apart and they found like a paint bucket and had like a bag inside Mm. so i go in there and i'm picking this stuff out and i pull out a full-up made ied right which is a bomb right which is a bomb improvised explosive device and it had a cell phone on it cell phone was on and so that basically means if anybody was around there watching they could call the phone and it would, and it would detonate wow. and I would be dead. Jeez. So I had gone through this scenario dozens of times in school, uh-huh. right? But when I came up to it in real life with the experience of all the, the smell of uh-huh. Iraq and all the people around and not all the unknown factors, I froze. Yeah. Well... I mean, it's it, it, that's kind of an extreme example, but but I mean, it's it's fear is fear. Your right. situation might be different, but the fear is still the same. Right, you know? exactly, exactly. <clears throat> so I, at that point in my life, I I, I realized, you know, up until that point, and that was right about the time that I was going through my Saturn return, 
which is sort of like the, our first midlife crisis aspect, if you will. Mm. And um, up until that point, I had been living this, you know, ego driven, like I need to be GI Joe, Billy badass, like, you know, kill terrorists and get medals kind of attitude. Right. Mm. You know, I guess I, in a way I thought it was invincible or indestructible. Mm. And when that happened, I was just like my whole life flashed. Like, you know, they say people say like their life flashes before their eyes. Well, it literally like time stopped. My life flashed before my eyes. And like, I think I even peed a little bit. <laughs> okay. No one would blame you. Uh, yeah, right. Um, so a- after the paralysis, like after I came to, um, thank God, like my, my, uh, my platoon leader um, came with me on that mission and he helped walk me through step by step what to do. Uh. But after that, it that initiated a process for me that was like I I don't want to do this I'm I'm not meant to be here mm. yeah and with that attitude it's you know that that was the very beginning of me completely shifting my life and now I do astrology <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah but um but but my point in saying all that is that with all this system overload um that if, a lot of people in this next few weeks are going to be facing equivalencies of, 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 of that kind of feeling, mm-hmm. the fear of the unknown, the fear of death, the fear of separation, whatever, the, you know, being attached to something that's no longer meant to be in your life. And that can spark a shift in your fundamentally in your consciousness that is going to have massive implications for changes that you may have no idea where it's going. And that may be very scary. Right, because you don't know what next chapter this is going to lead into, but it's impossible to remember and realize that this shift is meant for your highest vibrational good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So it's going to bring you to a better place, but you're going to have to face these feelings and sensations in order to break free from the chains that bind you. That it, you almost you've held on with your identity for yeah. probably your entire life. Mm-hmm. Like 2020, it's all about redefining ourselves and facing our fears and bringing our life to the next level so um in you know mercury retrograde it's it's when planets go retrograde it's not a bad thing the way that i look at it as you know before the retrograde we're going through say like a college class right mm-hmm. when the when the planet goes retrograde it's like okay now we're in review for the final exam mm-hmm. okay yeah. so it goes retrograde and that's the review then it goes forward and that's when we're taking the final exam. Yeah. So whatever we didn't learn, whatever we need to go through, whatever we may have missed, it's going to come up. It's going to bring it back up. But that's why people get frustrated because a lot of people just want to go, go, go. They feel like it's being hold, they're being held back in some way. Yes. Mm. Where it's necessary. Right. Right. And Mercury, like we were talking about earlier, is retrograde like, you know, three to four months out of the year. Yeah. So you can't stop your life. Yeah. Completely. Because a planet is that, that that's just unrealistic, and especially with this one, with Mars going into Capricorn, Mars is exalted in Capricorn, and Mars is like that go get it energy, yeah, right. So it's like, look, we're not getting any breaks, we're still going forward, things are still happening. So, you know, you need to take that energy and work with it, but don't push or try to force anything, right? Like, because of the mutability of the energy, we have to. We have to go forward, but be flexible in the approach. Yeah. Let it let it guide us, and that's where the surrender comes into play. Learning how to surrender as you move forward. Mm, yeah, and that may feel a little weird because when you're moving forward, a lot of times, you know, we 
need control or we want control. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you're making big decisions in in your business, you have to have the structure, right? Yeah. Well, this is like the structure is not going to be all figured out. So that almost means that we have to make sure that we have a great support system. So and 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 rely on people that we trust, mm -hmm. right? Because we may need a helping hand, right? And that control makes us no. I got to do this this way. I got to do it on my own. No, this is teaching us to trust the other people that we have in our lives that we know are there to truly support our highest and best good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting because like, as you're talking, I'm realizing like, um, how I'm like, how I became so controlling and m big part of it is like, I sort of, I don't want to say I completely raised myself, obviously, because that's not accurate, but I spent a lot of time like by myself with my siblings and not with my parents growing up. Mm -hmm. So I was able to sort of <clears throat> control things that I was doing. And so it's like, now I have to... You don't need to I don't, anymore. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't need to. I get to allow for other people to help me. There we go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we can't do it alone. That's one of the things I learned in business. It, I, I learned that when I was overcoming my heroin addiction, mm -hmm. that like they're there. It's just, we're not, and we don't need to, we don't, we're not meant to, we're right. in a pack, we're a tribe, human beings as a, as a, as a collective, you Absolutely. know, and it's beautiful when you can sort of humble yourself and let go. Yeah. You know, a lot of my biggest strides forward, I can't even take credit for it. Just like, I, it seems like luck. I don't believe it. I believe like we, we do our best and then we attract helping hands and stuff into our life. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but uh, you can only get so far on your own. I've learned, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm. I'm sitting here, and absorbing like, this, but I'm not liking this. I feel like we're having like a counseling session. Like what you, all the all things you said is like, man, it was like kicking up stuff with me, yeah. kicking up stuff with you. I feel yeah. like it's gonna turn into like a, a reading or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it possible to kind of go through this theme like a little bit before the retrograde? Because I had like this very similar situation play out like last week. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Be, so, you know, um, we, we have a shadow season, right? Before and after. Mm -hmm. So the shadow season is basically when the planet gets to the degree where it's going to retrograde back to. So basically, the so for for Mercury, it's about two weeks before and two weeks after, right? So, yeah, so, so okay. once so once Mercury got to 28 degrees of Aquarius, that's where it's going to come back to. So whenever it hits that point, whatever happens from that point to 12 degrees of uh, Pisces where it goes retrograde. Those are the lessons in the degrees that we're going to be learning. Mm. So we're basically, okay. ba basically that's like the first, the first wave where it's going to come up, right? Okay. Then we're going to go back over it and learn a new layer of it. Mm -hmm. Then once it goes forward, we're going to fully integrate the lesson and move fully through it. Okay, okay, so in a sense, the theme of last week is sort of a taste of what I'll be going through. Yes, yeah. Okay, cool. It's like, good, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not no, disappointed. Yeah. So I, I went to. Uh, I was invited to Drew Canoli's house. We talked about this yesterday. Uh -huh. He's like a real high level entrepreneur and influencer, much more successful and further along than than myself and Aaron, Aaron Dowdy, and we were both invited to his home. And Aaron sort of knew him. I didn't even know him very well. But just like his presence and his success and his abundance, I've never been so, like, I've never been immersed in it to that degree. And it kicked up uh. all sorts of old insecurities. Oh, I'm not good enough. Okay. And for like two days, I was feeling very awkward, just like I used to in like junior high, very like sort of like klutzy and like, 
and uh, and it was it was about the control. I was trying to like control how people perceived me, and it was uh. leading to like my mind going blank and and just being like out of sync with my true self, which is normally awesome. No, it's kidding. <laughs> but no, I, I just I was coming off like a total like doofus, and I was like, why? <laughs> a this doofus. is such an important opportunity, and I'm coming off so klutzy. They're not gonna like me, and then to top it off. He, he asked that we would speak to all of like 100 people, all of those employees. And I was wow. like, man, I cannot, I feel so far away from like the person people see on YouTube. Like I okay. felt like just this little boy was, has taken over my life. Little old Victor is back. Okay. Um, and it was like, it was, uh, and finally what allowed me to kind of break, break into my, my real self was letting go. I realized yeah. like, I can't control. I can't control. Every time I try, uh -huh. I was given like immediate evidence of this attempt to control it would immediately make me my, my produce like a, like a, my mind would go blank, uh, and I would I would just like, like that's what I would clam up and I would try to control. Okay. So I finally just was like, I'm just gonna let go. I'm not gonna really prepare. I'm just gonna go in and just sort of let go and trust. And then as I did that, it was almost like my awareness spread out. Beautiful. And I was able to kind of have I did very well with the talk. I was like, whoa, where did this guy come from? But it was like for a little while there, it felt like it was going to be a disaster. I finally was given this opportunity, and I'm going to blow it because of my old issues. But it was really not only a good opportunity, but also a chance to like let go of all that stuff and redefine myself. Like that's not yeah. who I am. That Rising was little up, Victor, baby. product of trauma and this and that. That's not who I am today. And I was able to really like, like, like. It was like a yeah, a little mini dark night that gave way to a huge pinnacle of like success and 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 like happiness. That's so beautiful. Is that man. sort of sort of in a sense what you were describing, like that kind of stuff coming up? Is that absolutely and yeah. and, and and specifically for you? Remember when we did your reading that you, know, you that it came to mind. That was like up? I think what you were calling out. That was, it sort of happened. Yeah, basically. yeah. That's yeah. huge, man. It is huge. Yeah. It was a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, and you're and you're rising to the challenge, and and you know like that. Uh, you know, I think that stuff comes up whether we're in like you know a, a, a I guess metaphorical bad place or a good place. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? yeah. Like like you're gonna feel it even if you feel like you're from going from negative ten to zero, or if you're at zero to ten, or even if you're at ten to a hundred. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Like the feelings still at the very core feel the same. Yeah, it, it'll hit us they from do. a different angle yeah. that we don't anticipate. We're like, oh my god, yeah. where is this coming from? I thought I already worked through this. I already felt this. Yeah, yeah right, right. But it's just there's a con. I mean, you know, we level up until we're dead. Like, yeah. right, we just keep doing <laughs> it. Yeah. it. It never stops. Yeah, but, but that's that's awesome, and that's oh, that's thank huge. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it was a good example of like seeing it through. So yeah, can hear this and not think, oh shit, things are gonna come up. It's gonna be bad. It's like, well, no, it's like. It was an opportunity for me to go to this whole, take this big jump in, in, in a direction I've been wanting to go in for a long time. And it was like, it happened. It was real. But I had to, I had to let go of another layer of Little Victor along the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Little Victor. Yeah, I was I call <laughs> him. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. I try I, to have like compassion for like my old self. Like those, of course. Those emotions and stuff. It's like, I try to look at it like Little Victor. Absolutely. Like, okay, you're feeling anxious. Okay, it's, it's, I'm not going to be frustrated. I'm going to see what I can do. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I, I think I think that's a really good way to um, put like a structure to your inner child. Yeah, right. To be able, because we all need to nurture our inner child to really stand in that in in that vulnerable power. Yeah, because mm -hmm. that vulnerable power, like getting out there, that's where our true, authentic, you know, expression is. Yes, and it's a, an incredibly difficult place to uh, to tap into, especially you know when you're you know like you said getting into that place where you know you it. 
it sparks up all this. I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can make it. Yeah. But then we realize when we do step into it, wow, I did it. And that was surprisingly fluid. Yeah. It was efficient. Yeah. Let's do it again. Like, right. Like jumping out of an airplane. Right. Yeah. When you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like. Oh my God. I, I I need to jump out of this thing. What the hell's wrong with me? No. Let's just fly down. I don't want to do this. And then you just jump out. You just just take action and go in. Ah. And then you start just floating and you're like, wow. It's the most euphoric, beautiful, amazing experience. Yes. And then you know, I think the chances of like like your shoot not opening are like one in a million. Right. That's probably yeah. not hundred percent accurate, but yeah, but, but it's very rare. But yeah, rare. yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, having like all these phobias and and fears, they're they're really just you know conditioned behavior that we have to overcome. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of that going around right now. Yeah. There sure. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it reminds me of this psychic reading I had about a month ago in Sedona. Our, our girl Jennifer. Jennifer. Um, she was like, she said, Victor, like right now, she, she talked like that too, very forceful. Victor, yeah. <laughs> it's like your spirit is trying to come in and asking you to trust like fully and like align with your spirit, align with your power. But all that old stuff is coming and saying, well, no, I, last time I trusted, things went bad. You know, the phobias, the insecurities, the doubts, uh-huh. all that. It's like we're scarred from our past, maybe past lives. And it's like, no, I don't want to trust. I'm afraid to trust. Mm. But it's like this time when you let go. It's going to be good. You're protected. It's a new paradigm. We're living in a new energy. So it's like, as we let go and trust, we're going to be safe. We're going to be protected. And it's going to be like jumping yes. out of the plane and experiencing the beauty that you just described. Right. Absolutely. It's like, it's like we, the more we can let go and trust, the more magic can unfold. The more the universe can really work in our favor. Of course. Yeah. And you know, I, I also another thing about, about this year, uh, 2020, is that, you know, if, if you've been... Um, trying to create something over the last few years or trying to make something happen and you've just tried and failed, tried and failed, tried and failed. This year is the year that you're going to make that sort of last attempt, but it's going to work. Yeah. And, but the thing is when you've tried and failed over and over and over again, you're like, well, why the hell should I put all this risk and all this effort in if it's just going to fail? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where the deeper level of trust and faith comes into play. Because I, I know that's, that's true for myself. And I know I, I've also talked to a lot of people, you know, in the last few months that are experiencing similar situations. Like the last year was like endings. And it was, and it was you know, really needing to learn the deeper lessons of that old identity. Mm. But we have rebirthed to a new identity this year. Yeah. And we're out of the chrysalis now, right? So we're in this new vibration. We're in this new energy. We're in this new chapter, this this 32-year chapter that has, has ended. And now that we're in this new chapter, we're a different person. And you can feel it. Yeah. But you, don't, but you can't put your finger on exactly what that is underneath. You just know. I, I sort of feel almost like a tractor beam. It's like pulling me, suck me right in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know that reference? Mm-mm. No, Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. I, sorry yeah. i had to throw that in there oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah but this it's it's like this force is like pulling you into the future into this unknown and it's like we just have to trust this this force no matter where it brings us it may bring us to some really dark places first but you're going to see the lessons are coming much like before like the bad stuff would happen and it could just lead to more bad stuff and we go down these rabbit holes of like yeah 
when the hell are things going to get better? Mm-hmm. Right. But now we're in this place where it's moving so much faster that it's going to be like, okay, we go to a dark place and come to the light then dark place and come to light. And it's happening. The cycles are happening and the lessons are coming much, much faster. It's like it's, it, we're manifesting so much quicker. Yeah. Yeah. And also I feel like we're also going through these lessons more masterfully. Like I felt that 100%. like this last time, like, those feelings that I was describing earlier, I've had them come up at inopportune times many times. <laughs> and in the past, it would really like throw me off into a dark spiral where I start mm. questioning everything. But this time, I just sort of knew. This is just, I just had, I had more trust. I just went with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. And I just I, had more of like, like part of me wanted to like, I was talking to her one night. I said, I'm feeling kind of homesick. I want to come home, which never happens. I go on oh, vacation yeah? with Aaron all the time and, mm-hmm. and I love it. It's great to get away. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to the family. I love you. <laughs> no, but it's I'm healthy. Not, but this time I was like, I don't want to be here. I want to come home. But it was like, it was like that was just passing and, I just had a knowing just to stick it out. And it was just, it was not that bad, even though those feelings were there. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, you know, I, think, I feel like a lot of people that listen to this will, will be really upgrading themselves in a, in a big way. And the things you described are, are true and are going to happen, but not in like a really dangerous or crazy way. It's more like just a purging, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think what helped you was um, the fact that you weren't here. Because if you were here, then you could have easily like just gone back in instead mm-hmm. of like you know being forced out of your comfort zone to like say okay well i can't do this any longer by myself the way i'm doing it it's just getting worse you know yeah <clears throat> whereas like if you're here you're just like you, i, you I can, can control easily. things yeah there yeah. i couldn't control we were no. like right. at this guy's house right we ate when he fed us oh, we were like, wow. like, okay we're going to the gym now it was like we just sort of tagged along and it was yeah. very weird to not have any control mm-hmm. but and there was a blessing in that yeah oh without yeah. a doubt so what, uh, nice. You wrote down something. I, well, I, I got a, um, an idea. <laughs> and Justin, I'm sure, I'm thinking, what is she writing down? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I got an idea for my women's retreat. Oh, okay. So I wanted to write it down so I can like meditate on it and get like the, uh, okay. um, like the how of what I wrote down, like how it's going to work, how we're going to, how I'm going to do it. Okay, cool. Beautiful. Cool. It's a secret. Okay. Mm, well, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else that any of you want to share about this this retrograde sort of topic? I feel like uh, we went through we went through a lot. Yeah, yeah forty five no, minutes. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that was, was good. That was a lot of really good information. Um, I yeah, seriously yeah. feel like I could just listen to you talk about astrology like forever because I just I'm like so fascinated by it and you just know so much. Oh, thank and I'm you. just like, oh, okay. What is he saying? You know? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. He's good. He's keep going. Okay, I'm just gonna sit here and listen. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking Love of that, it. Justin does readings. Is that correct? I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if if so if people are interested, I will just send them to your Instagram account. Is that Instagram, the best yep. way? Spiritual underscore bodybuilder. Yep. Spiritual right underscore bodybuilder. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Spiritual bodybuilder. Slide in the DM. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Send them a DM for <laughs> for a reading. In fact, last time you said a lot of the a lot of the members or a lot of the listeners have been getting readings with you. You said right? Yeah. It's nice. been. It's. I've I've had a beautiful response. I. I Vic, I can't thank you enough, man. Oh um, no, you're, you're very welcome. Yeah, yeah, and, course, and yeah. All, 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 all your people that have been, you know, um, coming to me, uh, it's it's been an amazing response, and 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 I love your community. And awesome, I'm, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm really good people. To be a part they of really it. are. Yeah. Everyone listening, the the people that for whatever reason they're. I feel blessed, they're yeah. Amazing. But I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I got so much out of that one reading. You yeah. said yeah. one day he felt guided to give me a reading, and he just sat me down, and for like a half hour, you went over my chart, and it was like very. 
it was very powerful. And I was yeah. like, damn. Yeah. It gave me a whole new um, appreciation for astrology and the benefits of having like someone who knows what they're doing sort of, you know, uh, in a sense, like channel through an inspired message based upon the astrology. Yeah. Beautiful. Like, wow, wow. Yeah, so anyway, spiritual underscore bodybuilder. Check them out. Yes, sir. Thank you, Justin. Yes, thank, thank you, Vic. Justin. Thank and you, thank Patty. you, Patty. Of course. And, and real quick before I go, I do want to say, by the time this goes out, it'll probably the doors will probably be officially open for Patty and I's six-week online retreat. Yes. So this is sort of our attempt. So many people ask us, Vic, Patty, when are you going to come to Australia? When are you going to come to the UK? When are you right. going to come to the East Coast of the country? And we're like, well... We just we already travel a lot yeah. as it is almost every month at least once a month I'm yeah. going somewhere you at least every couple months and it's yeah. just we have young kids so we can't so we yeah. figured you and know a way to sorry bring- going going to like Australia that's like a very long trip for us and that would be something that you know we both couldn't go. No, you know, it's just not where no. we're, it's not we practical right for our life family. right now. We have to still see our yeah. children. <laughs> well, yeah, that's kind of yeah. important. It, yeah. kind of, yes, <laughs> yes, a yeah. little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but we're gonna basically what we're gonna be doing is essentially bringing a group of people through mm-hmm. uh, via via Zoom. Zoom's like, have you used Zoom before? Oh yeah, you use yeah, Zoom all the time for your yeah. readings. Mm-hmm. You get to see people face to face and really have like an interactive experience. Right, and you can have a lot of people in the group. Yeah. So we're gonna be taking people through the same processes. We take people through in our Sedona retreats and and bring about the same type of community aspect like the we're going to have a private group where mm-hmm. there's people connecting and supporting one another yeah. and also ongoing coaching for the whole 6 weeks. So it's a really it's like a, it's going to be a very powerful 6 weeks of sort of deep transformation that mm-hmm. anyone around the world can experience. So if you're hearing this, I'll leave a link in the description of this. You can just check it out. Um but that's that's it's open. It's open. You're welcome to uh, sign up if you'd like. Yeah. And uh, with that said, thank you again, Justin. Yes, thank you. Thanks, yeah, love. Thank we'll you be guys. in touch. Peace. Peace. Peace.